<laughs> oh my god, Frankie, you're so pretty this episode. Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> We're so dumb. You're a bitch. <laughs> why do you why, why do you have all these props? Have you had these props this whole time? Yes, Tony. These are by from my favorite movies. But were those your old costumes? No, I just have them. Oh, you just have them laying around your house every day. So I can kiss them. (laughs) (laughs) One time Andre put this on to scare me. And I was like, I married the right man. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say something like, I want it raw right now. Mm -hmm. The only way you're breaking up with me is if you kill me. So they make a movie about me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So you look super um, Bay Area right now. You look like Frankie Mercury with your little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna that is. I'm being I'm gonna be Freddie Mercury for Halloween, which is why I have this. Mm. I brought it out to show it off. Are wah, you gonna wah. grow your stash? Yeah, I'm gonna grow it all out from here. And then I'm gonna shave it all for Halloween and just have the mustache. And, and then is, is that a tank top? This is not. No, this is oh, okay, okay. You're just you're just making but it. But I will it be fashion. wearing a white tank top. I'm gonna wear what he wore at the live aid concert. Mm. And maybe even stuff my pants because he had a big ass bulge down there. Ooh, did he? Yeah, he did. Gross. I did not look at Freddie Mercury like that. You better. All mm. right. I'm Frankie. <laughs> I'm <the> Toby <laughs> from LA. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Frankie. Mm. Hey, Frankie. Did you just switch that on me? Yes, girl. Suave, oh. too. Seen that? Wow! Don't do drugs, kids. No, I'm just <laughs> You're such a bitch. Mm. Yeah. So wait, what, what's Andre gonna be? Oh, he's gonna be Slash. Who, mm. honestly, when Slash was young, he was so cute. Oh, interesting. interesting. So we bought him a wig and everything. You guys already have your outfits. Yeah, this is part of my Freddie Mercury costume. I'm going to wear believe it that. here, but tighter. And I'm hoping to be slimmer because, it, okay, here's my backup plan. If I don't slim out enough to look cute as Freddie Mercury, then I know that sounds shallow, kids. <laughs> don't. Then you're going to play, you're going to be Barney. Me. Yeah. So if, if I don't look how I want to for Freddie Mercury, then instead I'm just going to wear hella glow sticks. And be and put blood and be from the movie Bodies, 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 which so far this year has been my favorite horror movie. Where's that at? Well, it just was in theaters not that long ago. It might still be, oh. depending on where you are. But um, it will be streaming, I think, in October. Mm. So how did you see it? In theaters. Okay, in okay. Theaters. I completely, yeah, I completely missed that one. I didn't know there was theaters in Napa. Well, it was our first episode for Fear the Talking Queers. Mm. So I had to watch it a couple of times in order to do an episode on it. Mm. Happy Halloween, actually. Happy Halloween. Tony, what what are you dressing up as? Well, I've never never really dressed up. Like, when I was a kid, it was always, like, a doctor. It was always a vampire doctor because my mom was a nurse, you know? So I just and then I'm not I don't have anything to do. No one's invited me anywhere. So I'm not going to like go do anything. Excuse for Halloween. me. Excuse me. I invited you. I invited you and he said you won't take off of work because I'm a store manager. 
no one invited me to any area in my proximity that I can actually go to. So I'm not going to go. Tony, like... you can take a Friday through Sunday. It's three days. What's the worst that can mm. happen? Mm. No, literally. Stop. Literally. You, you take three days off. Friday the 28th, Saturday the 29th, and Sunday the 30th, you drive back hungover. Mm. Tony and it's six hours. I wanna. I I need to go visit you guys, but you guys need to come visit me first. Oh, we're going there in November. No, Mm -hmm. you come here first because November's already Mm -hmm. set. Mm -hmm. I wish I could go. You guys always have so much fun at your parties. Fuck off. Are you thinking you're gonna be drinking at your party? (laughs) (laughs) Who knows? Find out next week. Maybe. <laughs> oh my god. I'll let you know in November. <laughs> but I've mm. never like I've never actually like really dressed up. Like you guys, you remember when you did your um your as it Adams family um costumes? Yes, I was Pugsley Adams. That was so freaking and Andre cute. was um Uncle Fester and we had a Gomez, Patricia, and Wednesday. Yeah, Ricardo Magali Rally. Yes, it was great. We you got a lot of likes were on so Instagram. Freaking cute. Yeah, you deserve it. Like that was like a beyond masterpiece. I love. I love how much you guys love Halloween. Thank you. Me and Andre have been teaching Chong before. Um, he was one time Jason Voorhees from Friday the Thirteenth, and I was like a camp counselor, like really cute with mm. a big slash across, <laughs> like that. <laughs> Oh, you guys are cute. I've never gotten to dress up like all that cute ass shit. Really? Mm-hmm. But That's not why that, you like... long to be that pumpkin head thing. <gasps> oh my god. Why was uh, I talking about t- that? Tony wants to carve out a jack-o'-lantern and put it over his head and have a boyfriend for, I guess, just October. Just that day. Oh god. <laughs> just to also shit. do that. And then they can do a cute photo shoot. We've all seen it. It tre- It's trending. Um, mm-hmm. pumpkin head fucking photo shoots. Yeah, let's wear let's wear pumpkin heads and plaid and do cute fucking Halloween shit. Yeah, come to my party. How about that? <laughs> you came to my birthday party. Why won't you? I come did to because <sighs> I have a new job, so I had to really focus on pumpkin spice. Oh, and uh, everything. Bitch. Nice. Oh, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, bitch. <laughs> you need to come to my Halloween party. Look at mm. You can dress up. You can be Michael Myers. Oh, my God. Um, Are all your pictures on Frankie.Corona.Gonzalez at IG? Yes. Can I they see the Adam? In there. Can they see the Adam, the Adam family picture? Yeah, the Adams family. Yes, it's on there. The, it's on there. There's that two was versions. so cute. I actually have three pictures of me as Pugsley Adams. Mm. I used to be Ghostface all the time. Every... Every year when I was little, I was ghost face. Do you remember the ghost face with the blood that you would have to pump the blood yes, out? Yes, I had oh that. You, were you that? had that? No, hell no. I didn't have enough money for that shit. Oh, well, ghetto <laughs> bitch. <laughs> what the fuck? What's wrong with you? <laughs> That's big ass. Yeah, you are. Okay, so. That was such a big thing. Whatever. Yeah, it was. I had it. I did have it. It was. So spoiled. Mm, but, anyway. um. Speaking of unmasking the killer, <laughs> I want to unmask the time that we unmasked ourselves as homosexuals um, for the first time. What's your coming out story, Tony? Tell me. Oh, I don't even remember. It was so long ago. I'm 31. Like, I remember being a kid 
and always knowing that I was gay. You know, I've always knew I was gay. My yeah. my dad was very religious, so it was very hard on me to like ever want to come out. Was it obvious that you were gay though? Um, it could have been. It could have been not like mine, not like me. Not obvious. maybe you know. But I think you know. Parents obviously know if their kid was gay. They, I mean, you would think. I'll tell you, you about think. mine. No mm-hmm. way. They had to have known. Tony, I swear they act like they don't. But I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Give me your <laughs> story goodness. first. So yeah. Um. So I was obviously gay, and I, I I wanted to run away with my friend who was a little bit crazy, a little bit delusional. So, um, is your friend a metaphor for like your other? No, she was other uh, part of your brain. No, no, no. She was a girl who mm. was supposedly a lesbian who would make out with i don't know she was like crazy she was delusional right um i went to her house one time when and this was like middle school and she was like showed me her mom's dildo stuff like that i don't know um so <laughs> did you smell it oh you're gross uh, you're gross look at this <laughs> You guys are sick. Um. <laughs> Put it in your mouth. <laughs> well, listen. Um, <laughs> so, so uh, we went to a friend's house, and she got my mom's number off my phone, and she had text my mom like, "Hey, I'm gay." Da da da, all that stuff. Um, so that happened, and then also, I want to say before that, uh, my friend Adam had uh helped me come out by texting my mom that as well. So there was two, it was by two mm. text messages um that kind of helped me come out to my family. Okay. Um and, and it was just really it was really tough for me to ever say because I think Puerto Rican culture, East Coast, we're always using the word faggot, pato, maricon, like all of the you know, words hoto. to describe gay people. Hoto, yeah. we don't use hoto. hoto. I never um, know I didn't know hoto until like I moved uh, I think here to California. Yeah. So um that was that that was pretty much my coming out story. And you know, I had met my ex when I was 16. And I just wanted to go. I wanted to leave the area. So like, I basically left my family, went on my whole adventure at 16, 17. And I was just out and I was just gay. And, you know, it took me a while mm-hmm. to like accept myself, to love myself because my ex was the same thing. Like he didn't really want to come out to his family. So like Thanksgiving's, like I would stay at home. He would go be with his family. Like I was that friend, oh, okay. the family type of thing for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Yikes. Yikes. That's yeah. not good. <laughs> I mean, but I mean, at the same time, I was at the place where it was hard for me to accept myself. Like it took me like mm. a long time to like to accept like yourself being gay. Yeah. I mean, because of my religious background, because of like all that stuff, it was really tough for me to like mentally undo like my heavy Pentecostal background. Okay. You know? Yeah. So coming out was tough. And and for a while they were like, Oh, do you think Tony like it's a phase for Tony? And I was, and I was like, nah, I I've been gay since I came out the womb. I've mm. always known I was gay. That wasn't even a factor. You um, know? Yeah. But I mean, it, it just took me a while to accept myself. And I think, you know, maybe even a few years ago in SF, I was still accepting myself. Still. Right. Really? Oh yeah, for sure. That was like one of my first times going to an SA, uh to San Francisco Pride. Well, okay. That made me cry and everything going there. 
Really? It was like Talk life about... changing for you? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Talk about unmasked. Aww. Yeah. I think I got a little, I think I lucked out a little bit more than you because I was already in California. So there already was so much in the culture, specifically in the San Francisco Bay Area, oh, of yes. course. Oh my and, God. Um, so just going to the city and knowing what was out there and knowing what everything meant, you know, but I wasn't always comfortable, obviously, saying that I was gay. But I do think it was rather obvious. Like, when you look at old home videos, I'm very this. Like, very that. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Boo. Like, boo. Call 911. <laughs> yeah, all the time. Yeah. So, I thought it was rather obvious. So, I was like, when am I ever going to come out with this big, huge secret? This huge secret <laughs> that's aching my gay heart. It's just right. stuffing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> How so, did this not know? Sorry. I know. So <laughs> I, okay. So I started dating this guy who I would truly was falling in love with. I was like 17. And then I was watching MTV's True Life. Um, it was about I'm coming out. And everybody that came out to their family, the family was like, I know. And I still love you. Like I always knew, you know, like, oh, well, that's surprising, but I still love you. And I was like, oh, it's going to be so easy, right? Because for me, it was obvious. Like these kids, I guess, weren't as obvious as I was. So I go to my mom's room. She's putting on her makeup. And I'm like, mom, I'm dating somebody. And she was like, who is it? And I was like, guess. And she said the boy's name that I was dating. And I admitted it. I was like, yeah, it's him. And she was like, okay okay and I was like okay so then like I went to my room <laughs> you're like okay <laughs> yeah okay yeah I was like okay so then I went to my room and you picked up your purse <laughs> I was like that was so easy I think she already knew you know I think I had been talking about the boy so much and we had been hanging out so much that she sort of just put all the puzzle pieces together then she came into my room shortly after and said she was surprised and also asked you know you don't just think that it's a you know one time thing or a phase and I was like no mom I think I've, I've always felt like this like I remember when I was six I started watching like movies movies like that's when I watched Scream that's when I watched Titanic and um I remember like saying that I like loved Leonardo DiCaprio like I thought he was so cute it was Titanic right um yeah would you get boners while watching this stuff and then like grab your pillow and hide it? Watching what? Scream? No, Titanic? like Leonardo DiCaprio and stuff oh, like that. Or... No, I don't think so. I, I wasn't okay. like that. It was more romantic. Oh, yeah, yeah. Same thing. It was a romance. Yeah, same thing. <laughs> You're a whore. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but yeah, so it was kind of hard because she didn't understand it at first and neither did the rest of my family. So mm-hmm. it was hard. But I, I was like, once I came out and like it was out there and my mom was pretty much okay with it. She just was trying to wrap her mind around it. Mm. But I was like, I don't have time for that. I have a life to live. You know, I need to figure things out. And so I tried to rush everybody else into like who I was now. But like, I guess for some people that was like, a, am like, I'm the same person like, you, does this want to be and you want to be a woman? I'm like, no, that's something completely different. No, mm-hmm. I, no, it's not the same struggle. That's not what I'm feeling, you know? Right. So, but, you know, my grandma and my mom, they love Andre. 
my um grandparents on my dad's side it was just a breeze like I could have been I could have said that I love you know nobody and they would have loved me just the same you know so it wasn't hard for everybody but it was an adjustment for the people closest to you of course like it always gonna be but how so where did where like where where was that point where you like accepted or loved like you started loving yourself for being gay like when did you get to that point when i started loving someone else Mm. you know what i mean Mm. i guess that's what it took for me yeah but i i I always have to do i mean i read that astrology book it said all of my like successes and great things in life will always be with another person Mm-hmm. in career and love and friendship and everything it's always going to be you're always going to be the most successful when you're with another person you got ghosts in there i thought i just heard a demon like going Wah. but it could have been a car it could have been oh a demon right my god me. the cuckoo is there the cuckoo is <laughs> here oh my god there is stories like in la like ever since i moved to la like shit has happened like it's ridiculous no you have to talk about it in the ghost our yes. ghost episode the, yes that episode is yeah. gonna come up yes it is yeah <sighs> so yeah i love um i know it's gonna I, it's always gonna be a struggle for people to come out sometimes it's not even safe to come out of the closet yeah. when you're when you live in specific places of not just the world but our country which mm-hmm. is sad uh, a sad way to go sometimes you do have to move to places like california where everybody's yeah. chill man you know except everything man you know yeah so um yeah you're not high <laughs> no <laughs> no but you know but there are resources for kids who feel like they're stuck because some people they they can't live their life like this or they feel yeah. like they're there there's no light at the end of the tunnel so they might end their <laughs> lives too soon and you yes. know so now we have luckily mental health resources like the trevor project where you know if you're struggling with coming out or you're struggling with your identity or you know and you're a youth then there are like counselors on there all the time that can help like talk you through things so that there is someone listening to you so that you are connecting with someone as your true self and you know be able to adjust yourself to your surroundings to stay safe but also make a plan to look ahead and see where you will end up that you can live happily right and being gay it's such a hard thing because you we are born this way i don't know who doesn't think that way but we are born i was born this way i know for a fact that like that's how i very much feel about it um i just want to say i don't know how many times we put it out there if we ever have but um the suicide number is 988 the uh, actual text message is 988 so that's a 24-hour availability to talk to somebody um but when i think about you know and, and and it could be just me but sometimes i see almost uh you know gay people who are out here homeless in LA. And I think mm. to myself, that could have very easily been me because of my situation, because of how I felt. And then I think like, is that why they are homeless right now? You know, because their family didn't agree with them because they needed yeah. to be themselves. All those like insane totally. things that come up, you know? It's crazy to think about how many people have actually been kicked out of their house and yes. never let back in ever again. after coming out and living in their truth and then they have to like be homeless in new york city or los angeles because their parents you know 
I don't know. Like, I, I don't understand how you can't try to understand something that you created. Right. But I think like religion is very much a cult. Religion is very much like, this is the Bible. Oh, this yeah. is what it says. I don't even love my own child. I mean, we talked about it before, just like the politics and religion, mm-hmm. the things that feed specific agendas, like across the board, Yeah, whether, you know, liberal or conservative or whoever, yep. Yep. there's always these rules and these like, you know, boxes and limits that politics put on people the division the division right and don't don't ever limit yourself don't ever like feel like i know a lot of times when i was younger i was stuck between a rock and a hard place i never thought i was gonna get out but i'm out i'm alone i'm happy i'm free like there's <coughs> sorry there's so many things yes i have the corona i have the i have bronchitis i think um but there's so many things <laughs> he's like waving his hand you can see us on spotify guys um there's so many things in this world to like look forward to so stay strong yeah stay true to yourself and fucking do not make it an option to fail and there are so many people out there in the world just like you that you will eventually find and be really good friends with or right. be partners with or, you know, or hook up with, you know, whatever. <laughs> that they're out there. Your life is waiting for you to live it. But I don't know what to tell you as far as yeah, getting there. Stay strong. It gets better. Like it does get better. It really You think does. there's any kids listening to this? No, and you know, maybe <laughs> if there is a child listening to this, maybe we're we're talking to people's inner child. Maybe we're talking to somebody's like inner child who totally agrees with us, you know? Yes, yes. I'm also shocked about how many stories I've heard in my adulthood about men getting married to women, having children, starting a family, and then splitting up because he comes out as gay. Yeah. And like takes off with some young, hot love it (laughs) but when you think generationally like you think of the religion impact and then you think of um you know that cookie cutter life that we're supposed to live versus Mm -hmm. now where the boys wear makeup at you know whatever years old and the boys wear nails like that wasn't acceptable as a latino at my age at where i live that wasn't that was never a thing but now like well, Gays now can do what they want. I've heard 10 year olds to 13 year olds saying that they're <laughs> fluid, that they might think that they may think they're bisexual, right. that they're more attracted to, you know, guys or girls more than the other. And I'm like, oh, my God, like the times are changing. Right. Internet these days, because the only time you would fuck somebody back then is if you knew somebody from another circle. Mm-hmm. You know, now it's just like get on grinder and fuck the world because you can fuck 700 guys at one point. Like it was so much funner back in the day. The doors RuPaul's Drag Race is open. <laughs> what do you mean? The doors, the opportunities that RuPaul's Drag Race oh, is open. Oh my God. Ever since I RuPaul's know. Drag Race has gotten big, I feel like that's when kids started talking about being sexually <laughs> mm-hmm. fluid and stuff. I'm like, wow, there's a whole world mm-hmm. that a new generation is exploring that mm-hmm. some generations can say they never had right and jeffree star too that was like a myspace person who became this Ew. huge makeup crazy person and now everybody wears makeup i don't like that they've said racist things about before i don't know anything about jeffree star I just know he was from myspace yeah the club kid scene oh the club i mean kids. the scene kid the, the scene, scene kid scene 
was was very influential to our generation i feel like when we were adolescents Mm -hmm. it was all about jeffree star and audrey kitching and like these colorful characters and um some of them were you know tequila tequila we were calling cross dressers and yeah they were bisexual on dating shows and like yeah there was so much going on yeah that we were absorbing and something like rupaul's drag race comes about and it's international and it's like that's crazy. <laughs> you know, I wonder um, how the kids feel. Like, do you think it's easier for them coming out these days? I have mixed feelings about it. Like, in yeah. some regards, I'm glad that there are enough resources out there for kids to find the correct vocabulary to define what they're feeling so that they don't mm-hmm. feel like no one understands them. And I was like, oh no, this is a whole thing. This is a whole community of people. They're called asexuals or lesbians or gays, you know. Demisexual. Oh God, give me a break, Tony. You're not a demisexual, okay? Enough with that narrative. Proceed, proceed. That's not you. Proceed, proceed. So I, I, in some regard, I feel like it's easier to find your community it's easier to find the words to describe yourself it's easier you know these days to mm-hmm. to, to emote to confess how you're feeling to emote and use proper vocabulary okay but at the same in the same at the same time does so much of it become i don't know like is there too much significance now placed on it for like oh don't give you know don't discuss gender and don't and i feel like that's part of breaking down society but at what point is somebody then having an identity crisis because there are too many options and too many definitions of things like what's the difference between pansexual and bisexual and omnisexual and this and that and it's like what you know do you remember at our age when we were young, back in the day, many decades ago, when you were young, you specifically, you, um, you know, don't you remember <laughs> that um, the elders would be like, oh, the kids are too much these days, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. um, every generation now, does it to the next. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm at the point like. They're too sensitive. They're yeah. Too, well, like, okay. You know, yeah. Like liberal progressive me is like, good job great like we're right, headed in the right, right, right direction right. but then like there is still some of this con- these conservative values that latched onto us generationally that we're still like but don't we as a civilization i guess like don't we need some you know definitions at least to like describe how we are because i i think we're headed to a direction where it's like we use terms and we use uh, certain things so much and mm. uh, they branch off from there and now you have different definitions different fractions of even just bisexuality with pansexual and bisexual and you know all this other stuff so it's like I don't know like it gets bigger and bigger and bigger to the point right. where you're so many things at once that it's just easier to say I just am who I am right that's what I consider myself and then maybe you know the kids who get it get it maybe those little kids completely understand just as when we were younger we understood and then the the older generation just didn't understand so maybe there's something there who knows you know maybe i'm sure there is you know there's so much to it there's layers to all of that the amount of education that is out there is fantastic 
Yeah. I think overuse can lead to misuse, which can then lead to just like the entire system crashing down on itself. Like, because it just got too complicated, you know, Mm -hmm. it's just, but you know, it's not for anybody to understand, but yourself, you just have to be in tune with your own identity yeah and don't worry about anybody else's right right and if you are struggling in the words of rupaul that i truly believe is you get to choose your family as gay people you get to choose your family yeah (laughs) and if you can't love yourself how in the hell are you gonna love somebody else can Can i I get get an amen amen Amen. Vote. Let the music play. Yeah, Vote.gov. <laughs> We're so stupid. Oh my God. We watch too much TV. I know we do. But I mean, good luck to anyone. Um, and if anyone out there is um can maybe speak to this new generation that we might not know, please bring us some light. You can find us on IG. Where at? LA to the Bay, 1991, the year Tony and I were both born. Oh my God. And actually, he was born first. Yes. Trying Little to talk Gemini. about me like I'm old, bitch. Little Gemini. Bitch, Little you're Gemini. like six months older than me, bitch. You're practically Burly. a year older than me. Burly. Burly. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> find us on there. Um, You can find Frankie.Corona.Gonzalez on IG. You can find me, Tony underscore living 91. <laughs> and my impersonator <laughs> over here. What else do you have to say? Hmm? Um, and then Tony Living 91 on TikTok. Be back. <laughs> oh, <laughs> producer, producers. <laughs> the producers are, does it show up on your end too? The producer's yeah. message? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Wrap it up, folks. Wrap it up. On well, good luck. Halloween note. Good luck to living in your truth. I hope that your identity whatever it may be, can shine and bring light into the darkness of the world. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Happy Halloween. Bye. (laughs) Turn it off. Now take off off. that mask. You're scaring everybody. (laughs)